Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian's Untitled Scene Show. My name is Ian, and I am once again very excited because I have someone on the show that I believe I've been talking about having on the show since around probably 2015 or so. And I am very happy that I finally was able to reach out and make this happen. So without further ado here, I have the great... <laughs> I, it, I, I don't even know if this is a good intro anymore. I think I lost... It's, a, it's great. Okay, there we go. I love I it. I'll be called the great. <laughs> it is the great <laughs> Cole of Classic Jack... Cole, man, how are you doing today? Dude, I am doing good, and I'm I'm very excited to be on your show. Thank and you, I man. like being called the great. I think that's awesome. There we so. go. Yeah, <laughs> I I had to do something. It, it felt like we needed to pump this up big time. We were already getting into like major conversations off air, so I just had a good feeling about that. But then, like I said, I just lost myself in the actual intro and had to rein <laughs> myself back in. So I'm glad you uh, were along for it, the ride for that. I'm happy about that. But I, I know, are you in Are you in Salt Lake City right now? I am. Yeah, I okay. live in Salt Lake. Very nice, very nice. Yep, just right in the heart, so. Very cool. What is a normal day for you? Like, how was your actual day today? My actual day is awesome. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I wake up and get to kind of just, I mean, I do, I hang out a lot. <laughs> I don't want to say, I guess, just hang out, but I'm I'm on my time doing my stuff. Or mine and Gavin's stuff. He plays guitar in the band. I yeah. mean, we share the band as a business. Um, everybody else in the band, I don't know if you maybe know this from social media or not. We don't post it a lot because we don't love to always like like keep this in public eye, even though it is a fact. And that's a, like you know the other guys are all hired on, uh, right. but me and Gavin are the only two people that actually you know write music, uh, go into the studio, pay for things, yada yada, like the business side of it all. Sure. Um, so that like, yeah, I forget where I started with this, but he's a big part of it. <laughs> just hanging out with Gavin, right? Yeah, just hanging out with Gavin um, from time to time in the mornings. Besides that, I have I'm a dad now recently, yeah, so been able, that's been really fun. Thank you. Yeah, I get to wake up and hang out with my baby, so that's been pretty cool and interesting. Um, get to watch a lot of Bluey. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Any craziness from that that's affected? your music or just your life in general where you're either, I mean, musicians don't often get a lot of sleep. So I'm not sure if that has changed for you, anything like that. Yeah, no, he's actually awesome that way, which is really silly. Cause it, that's been a fun thing about being dead is everybody's been like, it's going to be so hard. It's going to be so scary and all this stuff and have fun never sleeping again. And like, <laughs> man, I don't know. I, I like lucked out. Like he sleeps through the night. He always has. Oh, very cool. Like that. Yeah. Like I, so I'm going to, I'm going to knock on wood now. Yes, exactly. Now it'll change. Mm-hmm. Um, but that part's been good. And then with the music side, I think all it's really changed me as it's changed a lot of the, uh, I don't know if it's changed them as much as it's instilled more like core values in me and okay. uh, being, you know, like you always kind of have to do the right thing all the time. And that's, that's hard. Like, it's hard to like, you know, like just go from being like band guy, singer person to dad and like full-time dad and I'm here all the time right. and helping. And uh, it's, it's a little bit of an adjustment, but it's also like, a really big blessing and I like would never change it. Like I love my son oh, awesome. and my wife. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's been really awesome. Uh, writing wise has been nice. Um, it actually, in a weird way, I thought I might have less time, but in a weird way, I've found more time. Oh, it's okay. like my life has more structure because I have a kid <laughs> because uh, you have, I have to have it. <laughs> sure. So I'm like, so it's weird. I'm making a lot more time to actually write and get things done. And we're so far, we, I mean, we've put out, you know, eight songs. We've got two more to put out on this record we're putting out currently. That's called uh, uh, Now That I Have Your Attention. Okay. Um, and then we're also in the middle of getting our next EP done, which should be ready for release in, it's going to be like probably early October, but it's going to be, um, it's called God Complex Part 2. Ah, there. So, you, you already ruined one of the questions I had for you. Hey, <laughs> well, there you go. Because actually, and hey, that's good information to put on here because that's the first time I've ever actually talked about it publicly. Oh, very so, cool. Okay. Um, yeah, we, but that'll be coming out in October. And uh, our, between that and now, we also have a few surprises and a cover coming out. Ah. That's going to come out in the middle of the middle of summer. Very nice. So, so we're just grinding along. <laughs> yeah. You might be one of the first people where a new child brought more structure to your life and also more time to actually do things 
that you want to do. Yeah. And I wonder if it's just because maybe I had the time before I just wasn't managing it as good as I could have been. <laughs> but now I'm like, man, I have the, like, like, now I'm like managing it. And I'm like, oh, I've lost spare time around here. <laughs> right. Write some shit or hang out or call someone. Very cool. But, well, um, no, it's been great. And I feel like I'm making it sound lackadaisical, but we've actually been really like, I mean, we've been in the studio a ton the last like two months. We've yeah. been rehearsing again. We have a new band space um, and we actually have a new drummer. His name's Connor Christensen. He's actually who started the band with us oh. uh, back in 2015. So very cool. Wow. Yeah. And he's actually also in Charlottetown uh, in Gray's. Band, oh, is that? So. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I always know Charlottetown is Gray and Heath. Very similar yes. to you and <laughs> you and Gavin, basically. So, yeah, that's a, that's a very cool, like, uh, little family there in Utah. Then, oh, it is. I mean, you know, speaking of Heath too, a lot of people I don't think knows, but Heath makes like, well, not not all of it, but he's made a just a grip of artwork for us, like so uh, so much artwork. Like he, I, I mean, a lot of the starting artworks he did for me because mm -hmm. i had no idea what i was doing and it's sure. kind of transitioned into where now i make pretty much everything for the band oh like, very cool besides okay. music videos mm -hmm. um but yeah besides music videos i've always like like that's all like everything else i'm doing now myself which has been nice keep a lot more in-house which is good yeah but um yeah besides that though heath has done a lot for me and i think i'm actually going to have him commission the artwork for god complex part two because he did the first one. Oh, very cool yeah i I, I see Heath on, uh, I ha actually haven't had him on the show. I've had Gray on, I, I think, the most I've ever had any guests on. <laughs> like, we've done movies, and we've talked books, and we've obviously talked music and everything. But for anyone listening, that's, uh, you know, blah. that's Gray from Charlatan. And then Heath is in that band, and Heath also does a lot of artwork. So he's been putting a lot of that out on social media. So it's very cool that you're able to work with him and figure out where you want to go you know, art direction wise. Yeah. And he's, man, he like fits me that way too. He's really talented and he's like good at creating what you're trying to envision. Yeah. No, it, it seems like that he would actually be good at that. Now we got to go back because for sure you guys really definitely are not lackadaisical. One thing I've noticed over, you know, the many years is how much music, how much content you guys actually put out. And when we were setting up this conversation, we talked about how right now you've been releasing singles as just singles, kind of working your way up, like you said, to the new album, which will be called uh, Now That I Have Your Attention. And you said there's eight out right now. If I have my count since the, I want to say since your full length, Can You Feel Anything? I think you put out like 23 singles. <laughs> and, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah and, I, and eight of them are now from this new album. You said there's going to be two more, but it seems like you guys are just you're churning this stuff out. And then with another, like when I planned on talking to you, I did not think that like I was going to ask about God Complex because God Complex Part One. I did not expect that we'd be seeing another round of new music the same year. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, we're just trying to show that we're like there and that we, we can really do this and we've waited so long on like you know just people that come out of the woodwork that work with labels and all over and i don't want to really talk i can't really talk and shouldn't really talk about some of it because i don't know if it's like some kind of deformation if i do in a way but we oh. basically had to tell no for years and it's because we just never get a good deal we always get given some shit offer and it's like it just never makes sense for what we're trying to do. Mm -hmm. And it's so we've, it's just always made sense for us just to like, you know, do it on our own. Right. And now it's kind of the same. Like we've reached out, we've tried to talk to people again. It's kind of went a little bit south. And so we're like, yeah, we're just going to keep going on our own. Like we sure. we're just putting money into ads. We're doing everything a label would do, but we're just going to do it ourselves. Right. And like, that's why I've taken the, I mean, right now I'm actually learning Unreal Engine and learning how to do music videos too, because, um, I mean, even in the envisionment for those is we want those to be different. We want them to be something more eye popping, something that has more audience retention captured sure. because today we, we call it, I mean, a lot of people call it now, but age is goldfish, right? And like people, 
care about something for three seconds, move on, three seconds, move on. Mm-hmm. And with TikTok, I guess it's literally like 15 seconds to move on, but right. um, there's a lot to compete against. And so you have to be able to put things out like fast. And the only way to put things out fast is if you can do it yourself. So right. yeah, yeah, it's, so we're just trying to grind and put it out and we we're not spending too much time. Like with this record, a big thing too was because of social media and how we were feeling and just how things went. Like we went, I mean, we have 30,000 followers on Instagram. This might sound, sound a little vain, but it was kind of hard because in like 2019, there's some of our posts have like 40 and 50,000 plays oh, on like an Instagram post. Yeah, yeah. And now I think it's like 50 likes on something oh. <laughs> because just algorithms and weird shit. It's awful. TikTok and yeah. Yeah, so with this album too, we were like, you know what? We're gonna like we're gonna have a video and we're going to um do a few more videos. We have a live music video for that comes out next. Oh and then we have a really artistic like AI music video that comes out after that. Okay. Um and then that's actually gonna be the album. Uh but and so I, I hate I have to say that too, is because there's a few people who are like, so you're releasing like ten songs and ten songs come out on the album. It's like, no, what we're doing is Releasing everything on the album as a single. Yes. Because through doing so, we're allowed to give that song a lot of attention. Right. And because if people see the same artwork more than once, they, for some reason, just stop caring. We found. Or we feel. So so we're like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to make every song its own individual thing that also has a piece that reflects what the album is. And we'll put the album out with the last song as the self-title. So the last song is going to be the self-title, which will be now that I have your attention. Right. Um, and then we'll drop the, it'll all be put into an album after that. So from that day forward, all of the songs will be put into an album on Spotify and you'll still see them as a single. Also, if you go to singles, but sure. you'll also be able to hit the album and listen to all 10 songs. And um, it's just given us a way to promote for, you know, five straight months rather than, or I mean, not that since January. Yeah. So yeah, right. I got, yeah, five straight months rather than we put it out in January, and by now nobody would give a shit, and huh. we'd still be working on God Complex. Right. I got gotcha. you. Okay. So would you say? I mean, and so, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. So sorry. I was gonna say also too. I speak a little matter of fact, and I know that about myself, but I like you can correct me or like be like I think this or that. Like I'm, I want to have conversation too. Oh I yeah. Just, <laughs> no, <laughs> I no. speak a little matter of fact, even though I'm. It's all an opinion piece, right? No, no, but I, I like that. I know you're being honest. I know you're being upfront about, you know, stats and, and everything that you're going through. Like that, that completely makes sense to me. And I like that too. So yeah, don't, don't worry about speaking matter of factly. I, <laughs> I really appreciate that because I want everyone to hear what you're really going through. So I think to work off of that, I think what's important is, so have you seen, because I know you're going to follow the stats. So have you seen compared to, you know, let's go back to 2019 when Can You Feel Anything came out. Have you seen the dividends come from releasing a single every few weeks or, you know, how? Because I remember it's like sometimes I'm like, oh, shit, Classic Jack has a brand new track out or and then disappear for a little bit. And then, oh, shit, wait a second. Did I miss when another one came out. So then I try and track back and listen to everything again. So have you seen the dividends pay off? Oh yeah. This kind of single release. Okay. Oh yeah. We've seen a huge difference. You want to know the biggest thing is this is, um, so when we put out the album, uh, the only song that really got playtime for can you feel anything was break. Oh, okay. Break got the most playtime. That song is at like two or 3 million plays almost on Spotify alone. Mm-hmm. Like it's been, that's like our that's our baby for that's that awesome. song, sure, or that or that album. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the thing that kind of sucks about that for me is it's like I personally thought like if there's a few other tracks on there. There's one called Lucky You. Mm-hmm. I thought Lucky You was going to be the biggest song we ever made. I was oh, like when we wrote it, I was like that is the catchiest, best song we've ever freaking done. Like that's <laughs> happening. And and so it, it and I feel like really the reason why though is we were only allowed to pitch one song from the album. Okay. So with how we like and when what i say when i mean pitching is you get ads right all the time like hey pitch your stuff on spotify pitch it on here pitch it to this pitch it to that right well spotify itself has a curation where you can pitch music but you can only pitch one song off your record or if you're releasing singles you can pitch every freaking one you want oh that's interesting okay so we've came up with the plan that we pitch every every song as like this way and then 
by the time the next one comes out, it gets taken off of the pitch list and it, but it also has hopefully been put onto some playlists by that time. Right. And every single one of these songs has been put on playlists so far and it's been awesome. Oh, and great. it's been a really big risk to be like, is it going to work? Is it not going to work? Mm-hmm. But it was really worth it because each one of these songs so far is sitting, you know, there's not one that's under, I think 20,000, maybe the newest one, the newest one probably is actually, but that's around 10, okay, like on Spotify, but everything else is, you know, in the twenties or thirties or forties. And it wouldn't be that way. Like the record already has almost 250,000 plays and we're, like still have two more songs and then we get to put the album out and everybody like you said that was is like did i miss a song oh i missed that one i'll come back to it well guess what a lot of times people do that and then they never return with this Uh, now we're capping it all off in an album and everybody who feels like they missed it or couldn't keep up well now they're all there yeah no that's that's great yeah man that's (laughs) i really sorry sorry to cut you off i i i was very impressed with the way you guys have been doing this because of the fact that every single time I see you have a new track, I'm listening to it. I actually made a playlist of all your singles separately so that I would be able to go through them. But now you're going to be doing that for me by doing the full album after two more singles and you release it. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through that and I'm going to go front to back. So I I appreciate that myself. Yeah, you know what's fun is I have it set up too. So the song order for the album actually isn't the same song order for the that we've released them in. Oh, okay. Um, and they they're gonna they like the album flows very well. Okay. Like that was something we spent a long time trying to do is make sure each song kind of felt like it was like the best placement for the last and the one next. Sure. Um, so I'm excited to like like actually just hear the whole run as an album too. And like, we're going to put it up on YouTube too and other things for free. So people can just like listen to the whole thing or see the, all the visualizers at once. Oh, right. Um, right, right. Yeah. And also do, sorry. I feel like I've, I've been a little nervous. So I've cut you off a few times. And oh I'm, no, I'm sorry. Jerk Come mood. on. This is a conversation. <laughs> Never apologize for that at all. No, you're, you're all good. I, I really like hearing about the behind the scenes of how you're doing that. And just like you said, and album flow ability, to me anyways, is so important still. And I know, you know, people have kind of gone away from listening to full albums. Obviously, you're taking advantage of that by, you know, doing single after single after single to kind of recapture those people. But there's something to me about listening to that whole album front to back and hearing how the artist has decided that you should listen to it because it really does, especially... With your, we're going to get into this, I'm sure, in a little bit, but you guys are doing so many different things with the way you're arranging songs, with the type of electronics you're putting in while still remaining heavy, the different styles of screaming and vocal processing, all the things that you guys are doing. It'll be really interesting for me to hear how you've decided to put this album together. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you, man. Yeah. And thanks for the the compliments throughout that too yeah. Oh, yeah. and a lot of it's gavin a lot of it we also work with an amazing producer his name's stetson whitworth he's also the singer and engineer for the band uh living in fiction oh yeah so uh, he did a i want i can't remember the name because I, I am bad at track names i've always been completely honest about that i am fucking terrible at that but i think maybe it was save me or something i think yep. you guessed nailed it, it on their song right yeah you nailed it oh yeah, save me very cool yeah i actually want to before we go back, uh, you know, to everything that you've been doing with that track, I, I know that band is also from, you know, Utah and everything. So I, I'm sure maybe it was easier with travel and, and kind of to get together. But if people go and watch that music video, you're in that like pretty much the whole time. And you have a very, very large part. It's almost like you're not just featuring. It's almost like you're part of the band at that point. How did you work all that together? Um, yeah, when I went in to help him, cause the idea was we wrote some songs, we just written a song with Kellen Quinn and that one did really good. And it oh, was, yeah. we were having a lot of fun and, uh, we went back in and Bucket was like, let's write, so let's kind of co-write something for living in fiction. And, uh, he had already had the song that he had, like he had that whole song as a demo pretty much, or at least up until the first chorus was okay. over. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, and then I went in and I, I, I write a lot of lyrics. I love lyrics. Um, I, figured, I think yeah. even if you ask people in town, they would say that's probably one of my strong attributes is like, of like all the vocalists is like, I, 
I don't know. Like, I, I, it just comes to me easy. Like, I, I, I actually, like, we wrote break in probably six hours vocally. Wow. Like, it's, yeah. Like, some of those, a lot of our, some of, not a lot, some of our songs seriously are like, we've done it a day. And then it blows my mind because I feel like I'm like, should we be doing more? Because I feel like it just came together so well. But, like, it only took a day. And, like, is that, like... You know, like, like, am I not working hard enough? It's right. like sometimes I feel like I'm being lazy, but I'm like, we, I feel like we nailed it. Like, yeah, you know? we got at it. At a certain point, yeah. with like a, you know, like at a certain point, like if like you're painting something or drawing something, you, that, like you just say hey, it's enough, right? You're right. Like, you okay, stop. Like I'm done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, like otherwise you're just gonna you can just add lines and shit forever. So right. I, I don't know. It's weird though how that is. Like sometimes, and then other times there are. There's other times where it's like we'll go in and it'll be like you know a week of writing one song but it still turns out the way we need it to or wanted to it's a really good skill though i i know you've heard in the scene now obviously there's some people that don't even listen to any music that's similar to what they do so i don't know if that's you yet but if you're listening to music in the scene you gotta know that there are a lot of people that just keep on working on things that they shouldn't like if they had just reined themselves in and done a simple like Man, if you would have just hit that this way and left it, but everyone wants to stick a beep and a boop and a whatever the fuck in every single song now, and you really don't have to do that. So it's actually a skill a lot of times to be like, hey, this is sounding right. This is my vision. I'm done. Yeah. No, you said it perfect, man. That's that's it. Like we just we we all just listen to it and we're like that sounds like a banger like we'll come back to it and we always come back to it like a few days later and there's times where you come back to it a few days later and you're like oh let's tweak this and sure. do a few but like that's usually about it like but, but i don't know i listen to it. I, I in a weird conceited non-conceited but conceited <laughs> but non-conceited but conceited way i listen to my own music a lot and i'm my biggest critic and fan and so I, I had a clothing company before I had a band. Oh. And the reason why I made clothing was because I I didn't like the other clothes. Like I just wanted <laughs> to wear what I wanted to wear. And I kind of I like felt that. the same I with like music yeah. where I'm like with music, I'm like, I feel like I make music I want to listen to. <laughs> and like, if I feel like I want to listen to it, then that, yeah, that's when I call it quits. I'm like, I like it. Like that's, I'm starting. And then I listen to my music, honestly, up until when we put it out. And then usually after we put it out, I don't really listen to it after that. It's weird. Gotcha. Okay. Well, look, I can say, especially recently, people I've been talking to in the scene, a lot of that's been coming out more of, hey, I like my music. And I think a lot of people do get worried they're being narcissistic or they're being full of themselves by saying it. But I honestly, I mean, out of all these years of doing this, I've always thought that that's the right way to be. Like, why would you be making music that you yourself did not like. To me, that would be fake if you were making something you didn't like because you knew that another group liked it. I, I don't know. That's for me anyways. Yeah, or just to be selling it. Like, I, I think I see a lot, you see a lot of that too where people are like, yeah, I just feel miserable like, like making like this thing that I don't want to be doing. Like once you get past our level and you're on that next level, there's a lot of artists I think that are in a box. Oh, yes. Like because of labels or management or not, I think there are. There a are. A lot of, people that are in a box mm-hmm. and it it sucks like it sucks for them like we you know it sucks is when we first started making music you know we were told because it was 2015 what? and this is what was cool no guns no swearing um try to be lighter because for some reason <laughs> right then it was like punk goes pop disney shit was cool and we were like oh like we're not gonna do that right but every, we saw a lot of success a lot of the people oh. in the scene we knew were, were having yes. great success with that type of music but yep. we were like that's not for us and we don't give a shit like i i'm like honestly kind of a gatekeeper of metal in a way and i don't care <laughs> who knows it because i like when i see people people be like like leave new bring me the horizon alone like right. they're way better now i'm like oh shut the fuck up right. like no they're not everybody yes. knows they're not I don't, i'm sick of pretending that like all like it's stupid Cole, you were meant Sorry. to be. You were meant to be on the show, and we were meant to be friends. I'm so I'm so glad. I've been saying that for so many years now. So I, I very much appreciate that. But by the way, to me, I think that whole gatekeeping thing is just stupid internet bullshit, anyways. Because in general, if someone is telling you, "Hey, leave this band alone," because of whatever reason. I, I think it's weird that people white knight for, for bands anyways. But yeah. if someone's saying that, in general, they're gatekeeping you, aren't they? 
It's just yeah. having a difference of opinion. That's really all it is. Yeah. Can't have that notice. No, you definitely, you <laughs> definitely can't. But I appreciate what you were saying because also in 2015, I'm sure many people were saying, hey, you got to be softer, you know, no swearing, all that kind of stuff. And that has continued to today where everyone is saying, hey, be softer, you know, put more pop in your music, get rid of the screams, get rid of the swearing. That's how you're going to get popular. And that's because that's what pop music is. So none of that has changed, unfortunately. That's that's the sad part. Yeah, I totally I feel that. And you know, it is like I've always wanted to do things that have more like of a militant or like shooting, like Tarantino, David Fincher-esque vibe for our music videos. I like that. And yeah, and, I, and it sucks because like, yeah, you kind of get put in a box and people are like, oh, I don't want to do that. You don't want to do things with guns because then everybody freaks out about guns. And it's like, <laughs> I and, I and I love guns, by the way, too. I, I get shooting all the time. Like, I, guns hey, are a huge part of my life. I live in, and I live in Texas, so, so don't worry about it. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, so I, it's, and then now it's like, man, that last Ronnie Radke video, man, all of his videos lately, he kills so many people or himself. So many like, people. It's all gory. Yep. And people love it. And I'm like, and I love it, actually. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. Like, I want to do what I want to do. I want to do gory, weird, like. I want to do, I want to make music videos that fit the songs. Our songs are dark. Yes. Like a lot of the lyrics to like the older songs and just the vibe to the older songs in mm -hmm. general are pretty heavy right. and like they're heavy emotionally. And, and it's weird because we have like, we talk about this in the band a lot, but like heavy is when we say heavy, there's like a, there's like an emo flair <laughs> when we say it because <laughs> sure. it's like, there's a sadness. There's like an evil, sad pissedness to it. And that's what I mean when I say heavy. Yes. And like, it's, and yeah, I, and I want the videos to reflect the songs the same way the songs make people feel. Right. Yeah. And that makes complete sense to me. I would say, even if you stay away from the, if you stayed away from guns, everyone's about killing. So just yeah. knives, yeah, knives. Like it's, still the same thing. Yeah, it doesn't, it, it's just so weird how people choose the killing that they don't like. They're like, oh no, not yeah, guns, I, but feel free to <laughs> slit someone's throat and like fuck the wound and shit because that's what you see anyway. So I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Have a little joker moment. It's all part of the plan. Yeah. Hey, there's, hey <laughs> nice. I like, I like that. But yeah, man. Yeah, you allowed to do one thing and not the other. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> when, I, when I look at some of these new singles that you put out that are going to be on the, on the new CD, when you, or CD, album, whatever. Uh, when you talk about that darkness, I think that's something that has always drawn me to your music, because even when you've added in some of those more poppy elements, even when you've added in some of those, you know, more electronics, right? You <laughs> still keep that feeling of the quote unquote heaviness. Like when you look at a song, like I had to look back, I have like a list now that I wrote down. When you look at something like What I've Lost. Mm -hmm. What a what a crazy emo anthem that yeah. song is. But there's still heaviness, not only in the lyrics, but then also, you know, you hit you you hit really hard in the end. You have screaming in it. But I don't look at that and go, oh, this is a pop song that the fucking radio would play. Yeah, they won't actually. Oh, no, they, they definitely <laughs> won't. No, <laughs> sure, sure. We asked recently and they were like, you are not our taste, but good luck. All right. Well, All right. The good luck part is, is fun. But also, if you wanted to be on, like, Sirius or whatever dumb satellite radio, you would have to have a label that's going to pay them to play your yeah. music. People don't realize that. They don't realize that satellite radio, who has access to all songs, they don't choose to play songs. They get paid to play songs. So, Oh, yeah. The whole... Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, sorry, too. I, I keep cutting you off, and I don't mean to. No, you're a good man. I love everything you're saying. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, no, you're right, though. I feel like it's just everything is, like, pay to win. You ever hear that phrase in games? Oh, yeah. Yep. It feels that way lately. We've been joking around about how just, like, our band has become a pay to win video game because it's, like, how much money are we putting on TikToks and the right algorithms and the right this and the right that. And it's, it's crazy how much it actually takes away from the music, but it's like necessary now. So yes, right. still needs to happen. But I think a lot of people, sadly, the people that just get into it, like today, the kid that just, you know, got a guitar and he has a friend, they're playing in the basement. They're stoked on life. They're like, we're going to make it. And I hope they fucking do. I hope they kid, do. If you're hearing this and you just <laughs> did that today, keep going and message me on Instagram. And I will, I will tell you anything I know. There you go. <laughs> so, nice. But like, 
it's hard because I think the idea, and I see it a lot, and we've seen a lot, like in the studio, is that you know there's so much more than just making a song. There, like, there's making a song, making a good song, and then there's making everything else on top of it, which mm-hmm. is the advertisements and the image and the getting it to the right people and making sure distribution's right. Yep. And then you have merch on top of it, and it's like there is like so much shit when you're really trying to do it at like a professional level without someone doing that you're wearing a lot of hats is what we say yes like we always say we're like we're wearing all the hats that a label would wear but we're just two dudes switching right. out hats right. <laughs> just <laughs> switching know. off those hats yeah i mean but yeah. i i would say though that right now and correct me if i'm wrong but i've talked to a lot of you know bands that are on labels but then also a lot of independent bands it seems like now is the time to be an independent band because even though it's a lot of work you can do all the things that a label can do except for, you know, spend that money on, on getting radio play. But other than that, you can book your own shows. You can get your own artwork. You can distribute your music. Easy, not Maybe not easily, but probably easier than in the past. And you can do your own merch and have your own store. You can do all of that as an independent band without having to take out that money to give to the label. You don't owe anyone anything, and you really create how high your band can go, I guess is the right way to say it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, free market, baby. Like, yeah. it, I mean, it's that's nice. It's like, we, yeah, and that's why we're doing what we're doing. That's why we're sending, we're doing, we're putting so much more money into advertisements and and th- when we say it's not just like a like a TikTok ad or an Instagram ad, it's like reaching out to people who will share your song, yeah. you know. And people think that's magic sometimes. They're like, oh, how did that guy like that's crazy? That guy ended up sharing them. And it's like it's not a coincidence. Like no. <laughs> it just costs money. Like, you know, and so that's more what I guess I'm saying is like, yeah, we're everything you just said is is possible. And man, we're we're doing it. Um, I think to the best of ability is we can and there's other bands that are doing it better and there's so then but i guess what i'm saying is the just the expectations of knowing that you need to do everything you just listed like everything you just listed is extremely important to to being a band nowadays where as before i think people were just playing shows and making records if they could and if they got signed cool and then i think and it's like yeah there's no chance there's like way less of a chance for people to actually do it which sucks but like nowadays you're right. There's way more of a chance you can do it yourself, but there is so much more you have to do yourself. You have to yes. do literally it all yourself. Yeah. And yeah, there's no guarantee that you're going to be able to translate those listeners or followers that you have into an actual source of income sometimes where in the past, Oh, it's a gamble. Yeah. It was much easier then. now though. It is so much more difficult. Yeah. Way more. And then just the, yeah. It's so much more of a gamble, it seems like. But that's but still, the love of music is what keeps it going, right? I mean, the reason why I make music is to help people. That's that's why yep. I make music. We that's why I think anybody should. Is I when I was growing up, bands like Death Cab for Cutie, you know, uh, Brand New, Bring Me the Horizon, a lot of heavy bands. But like those bands that I just listed, mm-hmm. those all really like spoke to me. That same with Lincoln park, actually, like those all oh, spoke sure. to me on like such an emotional level mm-hmm. that like, I, that's why my lyrics, I feel like I spend so much time with like trying to write something that is dreary or at least has meaning and a lot of, and we're writing metal and we're writing like, you know, metal core. So like it, it is sad, but like it's, I wanted to help people who are sad because that type of music helped me. Like that's what got me through everything growing up as a kid and like parents divorce and just Mm -hmm. other bullshit that happens as a kid. And you just, I don't know. So if, and anytime someone messages us and they do, and it's great because it's what keeps us going and just keep throwing money at the fucking wall and seeing if it sticks (laughs) is, is just because someone out there says it helped. Like, yeah, man, uh, it's, yeah, there's been some crazy stories. Like oh, I don't know, like we actually when we first started the band, um, this one's this one is kind of dark, but we uh, there was a little girl from Russia that was reaching out to us and was basically talking about how she was being abused by a family member, um, oh. like physically, um, and we were like trying to figure out if there's something we could do, and it was like near fucking impossible because yeah. like reaching out to like you know different like 
child services and stuff to try and help. And they're like, we can't do shit. It's in Russia. Like you're getting a DM from like, there's nothing, you know, it just basically turned into those like nothing we can do. And, uh, it was really like, it was really sad and it sucked and kind of like weighed on me quite a bit. And then, uh, it was cool though. Cause then when she'd message us and say like, you know, this shit took your music. So helps us get through it or help me get through it. It was like, well, at least there's like, a little light there but it still feels fucking dark and it makes me sick and if i ever do get a chance to like go over there if all those things calm down like god i hope there's something we can do for her because it's right that shit sucks yeah that, that shit sucks and you know and honestly that i guess in a weird way that is what metal's for i mean that's what the start of this section of the conversation oh, yeah. was is you know i made music to help people and because it helped me and i and that's that's why i think the metal community or this community in general is just so loving and like everybody's screaming and hardcore, but everybody seems to have a heart. And it's, I don't know, it's a really cool group of people to be around and like get to make music with and then get to share music with, like from fans to producers to everybody. Like, I just feel like it's such an awesome community. So, yeah. No, that's, that's well put. And that's what I hope continues. I've seen the unfortunate. I, I don't know if you want to say dark or sad part of the scene is I've, I, and I'm sure you've seen it as well. It's deteriorated so much over, over the years. Yeah. And when I go to a show, I don't feel, and I still go to shows, you know, once or twice a week, like I'm, I'm still out there supporting going to these shows, but I don't, I don't really feel the community like I did before. And I really wish that would change. But I think it changed because of the style of music that the scene has been trending towards. And I I don't know how you change that. I don't know if it'll ever be the way that it was before. But I would love things to be like a community again. I, I just I just don't feel it as much. Like I feel it when I'm talking to people like you. Like that's that's my connection to the scene is so much in this podcast where I get to talk about you know, like not only the things that I'm love that I love and am passionate about, but then also what you love and what you're passionate about. And I want people to feel that as well. I, uh, but I don't know how to change anything else. Cause I've been doing things this way for so long. And it, it seems like things are still going backwards. Yeah. And I, and I get how you're feeling. I, sometimes I feel the same way. I feel like I get pockets like every now and then, like I'll be like, well, everything's going in a cool direction and then it'll change again. Yeah. And everybody's, into something stupid and I'm like what the hell like how'd that happen but <laughs> there's a glimmer of hope hey i'll tell you this if we ever get super big <laughs> me and your ideas can maybe go somewhere because <laughs> I, I want things to change too man i like there is a whole group of people that i love and that it's like it's been awesome and they're they're real i guess for like lack of better words right and there's a whole bunch of goddamn posers and oh, that's yes. fine i guess but <laughs> Yeah, it does take away from it. Like the, I don't know. I just used to miss when it was like, like about getting over it through music and like not like, it seems like everybody wears everything on their sleeve to like a huge degree. Like we were all sad and dressing emo, but like, oh my God, I know every single human's life story right now. It feels like maybe that's just TikTok, but <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> and sometimes I'm like, I don't even know it was sad. All I heard is you didn't have an apple in your fridge today. Why is this person crying? I'm right. confused. Yeah, the like the whole that. crying thing is a big <laughs> like the story you told me made me want to cry more than anything that I've heard in the scene for a long time. But yet, oh, crying no. is supposedly now like a really cool thing to do. And I wondered when that started that that kind of trend of if you listen to something that makes you cry, that band's the most amazing band of all time, and you're super cool for crying. <laughs> I, I never I don't know when that started. I don't get it. I don't know either. I actually maybe it's just MGK culture to a degree. Ah, that's, that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> but I did want to get back. Let's steer this back for a second. Okay. <laughs> talked about your lyrics and how you enjoy writing so much. So one of the things, it's kind of a cliche question, but since we had talked about you having a new child and everything, you talked about finding the different times to write. The first mm-hmm. question will be, 
how do you write? Is it one of those things where you you're able to write lyrics on a pad or on, you know, like whatever your phone note is, and then you're able to put things to music? Or do you still do music first and then write lyrics? And the other thing that I want to attack on there is one of the things that I've always enjoyed about what you've done, like how different different tracks are and everything in your discography is that sometimes you can just be brutal just swearing and and a lot of you know fuck you fuck this and then you'll go like i i love one of my favorite lines right now uh and i forget when it started but i love fuck around and find out i don't know why but i love that you just put that in a new song and then you can also have a song where you write something like does a lion ever love a sheep like that kind of thing. And so you've got you've got the mix of so many different ways that you're writing. So sorry, I rambled there a little bit, but I, it's just more about how you decide to write certain tracks a certain way because you are able to kind of run that whole that whole landscape of different styles of lyrics. Yeah, I you know what's funny is I like so Gavin has been playing guitar since he was a little kid. Okay. Like Bucket's been making music forever. He used to work under John Feldman. Um, I don't oh. know if you know who that is, but he's a yeah. big dude. He's made a lot of people. So they're all like talented. They know theory. They know everything. Like they are like geniuses. And I, I am smooth brained. Like my biggest <laughs> contribution to music is, is like is just that I feel it, man. Like when I hear a song, I like. I just decide right then. I'm like, okay, this song is like, they'll start, like we'll go through some demos or some ideas. And usually I have the idea of like, I want to write a heavy song. I want to write a soft song. That's where I'm feeling. Gavin, what are you feeling? I want to write a heavy song too. Cool. And we always agree. Like me and him are like, I've said it in the, like pretty much every podcast I think I've ever done is like me and him are like musical soulmates. Like we never disagree when it comes to creation. Um, And uh, sometimes ads, but never creation. So, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, just kidding. But he, uh, but yeah. So, um, but then, like you know, we write a heavy song. We write a song like uh, "Break," um, and "Break" was just a guitar riff. And it just, I wanted to write something that was in the, the vein of like bands like Brand New or Taking Back Sunday. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's kind of what happened. Like we just started. I just feel it, and then I have like so many lyrics that I've written down that are like kind of like starting points is how I think of them. Okay. That uh when I hear a song, sometimes it'll trigger like a memory of writing something. And then I'll find that, that grip of lyrics and be like, yeah, like all of these, like this, you know, spider web list of words fits perfect with this vibe. Okay. And then I kind of take it from there. And usually I spend about a day and a half. My, my favorite way to write is uh, out of the studio. I like to write at home. Like I like to have the song as a demo. Once we've gone through what I just, told you like get like the first little bit of it done then go home and i usually just listen to it and rewrite uh some of the vocal cadences if i feel like i need to Mm -hmm. and then i just write the whole rest of the song usually in about a three to five day time span and then we go back into the studio while it's like really fresh in my head and uh we just get it out oh okay interesting yes that's yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you go. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, I was just wondering when you talk about being able to write a song, you know, really quickly sometimes, right? It all just kind of comes together. Is that something that you're in studio doing right away? Or is that after you've written things at home and then you go back into the studio to finish it up? Is that just putting everything together that way? I guess it's weird because there's really no, like, we've never really written a song the same way one, like twice. Oh, okay. like we, we really, like, it's weird. Like some, like, cause Gavin has an amazing studio at his house. Like he has an amazing home studio. Mm-hmm. And so he, he'll do a lot of demoing. Um, there's a song we have called feel something. And it yes. was a throwaway track from two years before that I found in a folder. And <laughs> I was like, dude, this is fire. Like where, where is this? Been? And so I just wrote a whole song to it. I was like, we're going in with this. Nice. And um, yeah. And so there's been a few times like that where we actually, we want to keep our old sound. So sometimes we'll even bring up old demos and be like, we're going to take this old demo, put it in with a bunch of new sounds and, you know, remaster it, make it sound current and then add modern vocals on it. Ah. Um, And then fans will get that old taste of what we were with a hint of new Mm -hmm. and everybody's happy. I feel like, yeah. yeah. Um, Because that's a, 
we you hear that how many times in the scene. I just said it about Bremen Horizon myself. Like it, you don't want to see a band a hundred percent change. You want to see them. I would love to see anybody explore new rounds. We've been exploring with hip hop recently. We've been exploring with like way more indie and calm music. Sure. We will never get rid of our like core songs, like our core, what we are as a band. Okay. Like, gotcha. That's what I don't, I don't ever see us doing that. And if we do, please call me and be like, you liar. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I, yeah. You fucking lied. Cause I, cause I don't want to, that's like, like, man, I even like with architects and stuff, I don't want this oh whole thing to be like a big slam piece. And I'm really not trying to rip on anyone. I'm just like, it like, I just, they have to hear it. Like 20 people have to hear the songs that they're putting out. And then they're all like, yep, yeah. no problems. And it's like, no one, no one was a friend. There wasn't one motherfucker that was like, dude, that shit's not up to par. You guys are slaying it. Go back and do yeah. some shit like you're doing. And it doesn't mean do the exact same song. Cause right. I get that. Like, we're going to listen to our old music, listen to our old music. Yeah. But it's like, no, you captivated the fucking world. Why wouldn't you want to do that again? Right. Yeah. No, that's look, I, I wish they had called like, that's the even thing. Like if they, if any band wants to call me, I will not charge you. I will just, I will pick up the phone, I'll pick up the DM, whatever, and run your new shit by me, and I'll be a friend, and I will tell you this fucking blows. (laughs) So maybe go back and retool. Like, I don't think that would be that difficult to say. Your pie chart has to be down. It has to be, like, (laughs) fucking negative, right? Like, I I don't know. I just imagine, like, that's because I base everything off algorithms and everything we're doing and looking at all my, like, stats daily. And I guess it's because I have to physically do it all the time, right? Or Gavin has to physically do it. Like, one of us is doing that. But, like, if we ever put out a song that we freaking 100% sank on, we would probably not do that again. Right. Yeah. Like, and, and it's like, that's just good business. That just makes sense. Like, it just makes only sense to me, like, ah. Oh, that was not good. We're going to not do that again. Right. And it's like, yeah, it seems like a lot of bands, not not them, any freaking band. It feels like any band that hits like superstardom, their next album is like just, I guess what people would say sellout worthy, but it's really not sellout worthy because no one's buying it. It just sucks. It's yeah. like, just why did you decide to just suck after? <laughs> and I don't get that. No, I, I don't either. I think the thing that actually is scaring me though, like, for sure, I think Architects does fit into that category where I would be really surprised that that last album sold well or streamed well at all. Like, it really seemed like they really hit hard on that wall and just, like, splatted down. And it was just, like, people just watched them fail. But there are tons of other bands, and I could name a handful of them right now that are the top bands in the scene right now, who did exactly that. And for some reason hit even bigger because they brought in all the pop fans and somehow converted the fans in the scene that didn't want to be in the scene into the pop scene, if that makes sense. So they got more money. Yeah, they got more money for what they're doing than they did when they made their best album, let's say. I almost guarantee you that A Day to Remember made more money on that last garbage album than they did probably in their whole careers. But nobody likes that album at all. Yeah. And it's like, man, maybe that is what it is. It's like, well, I guess you just hit a point where it's like you're ma- like everybody knows you and you're a household name. So you're getting the views. But it's like, OK, let's take Spirit Box for instance. Oh, yeah. And I love Spirit Box. I actually I actually don't really. I have a lot, I'm hearing a lot of people have quotes with their newer stuff. Yeah. I don't really see it. I think it would be dope to have another like banger like that first one. Sure. The one that, that was EP. like everybody. Yeah. What was the song where she's like a demon and then she has flowers on her head? Oh, that was the, the one, one with like, uh, with uh, Crystal Lake was on that. Uh, Holy Roller. Yeah. yeah. Give me some more Holy fucking Roller, dude. Right. Like, I don't know who needs <laughs> to say that, but like, just more of that, please. Like, <laughs> take me another time. But like, that's, I don't know. No, it's I think really that... cool. Like, I love everything they're doing with the experimental shit. It's super vibey and like tool or like kind of sleep tokeny. And it's I evanescence. love all that. It's evanescence without the rap. Hey, there you go. And I'm not even saying, I'm not even saying that because it's a female fronted band. I don't give a fuck about that. I've been promoting female fronted bands since I started this show. So I hate when people, you know, start that, that dumb shit. Yeah. But we were the first on this, on this podcast, we were the first one to play Spirit Box when they first started. We had played, I wrestled a bear once. So why would we not, you know, play Spirit Box? But then that last album 
and that new single that they put out, because I think they've only put out one or so, but all of that is now radio evanescence rock. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, some people like that. I don't like that for what they are because I think they can be more than that. I think they're going to end up doing a detriment to themselves where they're going to do very, very well money-wise, but they're not going to represent the type of music that they were doing before that if you had a female-fronted band really representing that style of music, it would pave the way for a lot more in the future. But now you just have people trying to sound like Evanescence and it's just like it's a... um, self-fulfilling prophecy with sucks yeah and, and if i can steal a lyric from uh, one of my favorite artists and buddy who needs to freaking do a song with me oh uh buddy from census phil oh. is uh <laughs> burn out or fade away right like he like it's like you see a lot of people kind of fade away and i think that's what happens you get big enough and then you just kind of there's kind of like their household name, but they're not putting out the music that people really fell in love with them for. So they kind of just fade. And it's like, and I think there's also something to be said for like, you don't want to be the same band every single time either. Right. Like, you don't like, if you put out the same record, every, every record, that's also not good. Cause then three records from now, everybody's like, eh, like, I don't know. It's just, if there's nothing really to it, unless, unless that first one is exceptional, Mm -hmm. then it's yeah. You're like, you're, you're just kind of, spinning your gears right like there's not really it's kind of a waste of time and yeah like okay here's a good one uh what's those guys um I'm, 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 uh, trying to think of this band they're like a so heavy and i've loved all of it because i love heavy music sure. but then they've changed they've got a little bit cleaner and it's been awesome oh okay currents currents have you heard currents oh yeah yeah, yeah absolutely yeah i had i had brian currents on the show before is, yeah, yeah oh Dude, them, they are fucking amazing. Yeah. And, and you know what? It's band. like, right. And it's a, it's great because it's like, you can keep being, like, they were heavy as shit when they first came out. Yes. And like, they're still heavy as shit. Right. But like, there there's some flares of new something. There's like, you can tell they're evolving. That's all. Like, you can tell they're still evolving, growing as a band, and they're making progress with everything they ever do. That's awesome. Right. Like, agree. I, I have super high hopes for them, honestly. Uh, I hope they go to the freaking moon. And it seems like they are actually. So like I but yeah, and I just I, I wonder why there isn't more like that, I guess. Like just more bands that kind of like keep just going because I feel like they should know. Like I feel like for us we kind of know where we need to be heading next and like what fans like. And we're like, oh okay, these kind of work. Like it's kind of funny. We've been doing like a ghost main type thing yes. lately. Like ghost many vocal, like suicide boys, that type of stuff. Sure. And um and that's been fun. Like, it's not my favorite thing, and I, but I like doing it. And, uh, but people, it's, it's like a fun flair right. to have for the band. And it's fun for shows because it allows us to play with some of those more hip hop bands. Or, uh, there's an artist, uh, Allison Gray, who's blowing up in our city. If you haven't oh. checked him out, check him out. He's okay. awesome. Gotcha. Uh, but he's kind of like that. He's kind of like rap core. I don't know what to call it because it's oh, like sure. heavy as shit and it's kind of screamy, but still that ghost mani style. Interesting. And, yeah, I don't, and I like that. I think that's cool. That's an like Scarlord and Ghostman. All those those are interesting uh, new bands. So I like being like a little bit of flair with metal. But yeah, well, look, just I, don't lose who you are, kids. Yeah, I, <laughs> long story short, I I don't know. I don't know how you feel about this, but I was actually pretty blown away for the first time uh, with the new Nothing Nowhere album. Did you listen to that? I haven't. Okay, I will now. Yeah, Nothing Nowhere. He's a he's an emo rapper. But he put out an album that each track basically features someone in the scene. Like one of them has Buddy from Census Fail. And it sounds like he's emo rapping at certain parts over early 2000s post-hardcore. <laughs> it is so well done. It sounds like you're back in that late 90s, early 2000s with everything. And he screams in it too. And his screams are pretty fucking good. That's awesome. Yeah, I was Dude, surprised. Yeah, you're going to have to link me that oh, later because yeah. I would love to check yeah. that out. I love new music. I lo- like people, uh, man, yeah, people going outside the box is great. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, that's one of the things to bring it back to you guys, the classic Jack. Like, you scared the fuck out of me with Echo Chamber. Yeah. When I heard it at that very beginning, I was like, oh no, they're following the trends and now I've lost them. And they'll never come back. And then, gotcha. Yeah, 30 seconds that. into it, boom. And I'm like, okay, 
okay, they didn't lose me. They didn't lose themselves. They are still themselves while trying new things. And I appreciate that because there are even some newer songs now that you have, uh, you know, for this new album that there's a lot more singing in it than there is screaming. Like, it's almost like you become a blend of like the good bring me the horizon and the good the plot new and you've kind of come together doing your own flair on that kind of style and i think you've once again you made it your own while still having core classic jack there and that's why i've been able to enjoy every single that's come out because every one has been different but still similar to that sound that i love Dude, thank you for that uh, God-tier compliment. Because, <laughs> man, th- those guys are like, that's like who, I feel like it's funny because I feel like a lot of times people in the scene are trying to look at other people in the scene for trying to be like better or on the same level or make music that's of adequacy of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm looking at those guys. Like, dude, the, like, and even like the Plot New, I don't know if you've seen the Plot New live ever, oh, but they're all the time. probably one of the most talented bands I've ever seen, yeah. period. Like, Landon has been on the show multiple times. Yeah, dude, that guy, if you're listening, Jesus, where do you get it from? <laughs> like, oh my God. Like, just everything. See, like, he's a perfect example, too. Someone that just like keeps evolving. Yes. And he keeps doesn't give a fuck. Shit. Yeah, he does not give it's a fuck amazing. whatsoever. What's the lyric where he has like the run in circles around all these pussies or something? I yes. fuck it. I like laughed myself when I heard that. Just like being a vocalist to be like, ah, got him. Good. Well, he nice. did what, what Landon always did very well. And he started really young doing this, right? Like there, there's some, the plot in you and he knows this. He's joked about it. There's some that's like fucking unlistenable. Like it's just, it's, it's awful. And then he evolved in his musical ability and not only lyrically vocally uh you know the style that he's doing but you know also producing production wise he produces people's uh songs and his own music as well so he evolved into all that but he also has side projects where if he wants to go super heavy he can do something like ai 640 or he can do something super r&b crazy rap ish however you want to indie rap kind of stuff and he can do his solo work like that and then he's got the plot new where he can add r&b post-hardcore metalcore electronica all together into this crazy amalgamation that somehow works but he doesn't let his rap stuff or his indie you know whatever solo work influence what he's doing in the plot new where i think other bands want to explore those other sides of themselves but they end up changing their entire band's musical style instead of just going off and doing something different. You nailed it. Yes. Like, yeah. I, I think that's exactly <laughs> how I feel. Like that's, ex- yep. Yeah. <laughs> you win, Ian. I win, I win conversation. That's, yes. You win conversation. That's what's happening in the world. I mean, if, if you're listening and you don't think it is, you're wrong. Like, I uh, so, solemnly believe because, yeah. And, and that's how it should be. We we always dabble with the idea. We this is where we have gone back and forth. Is we're like, man, break, uh, like uh, that song I said, fill something. A few of our other songs, like a lot of songs, this new record, even like two of them, we were like, uh, man, like should we maybe just do like an indie side project or something that wow. actually does get this whole vein out? But we decided against it because we're like, you know, we're kind of like just blending it perfectly. Yeah. And now it's become our band and mm-hmm. it is what we are. So it's like, you know, that's great. And yes. at this point, it's fun because, dude, I can write heavy as shit song. I can write an indie song. I can write a hip hoppy song. And it's all been pretty well received because people expect that from us. They don't like they don't I don't think they know what to expect, actually. Right. So it's never like really surprising <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's I, so weird it's so weird yeah it's almost like you're yeah you're so variable that you're not variable in how variable you're going to be because we know you're going to be variable there you go i, I explained fucking inception that is like <laughs> someone getting like jones out of my head <laughs> 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 but yeah man no Holy i shit. i really appreciate what you guys have been able to do and it's so much like 
you know, just talking to you about what goes on behind the scenes as an independent band and just, you know, you and Gavin doing this by yourself, it's very, very impressive. And every time that I see that you guys are promoting a new track, I get excited because I've just enjoyed so much of what you guys have been able to do. And it's very cool. You've got two new tracks coming out soon. I got to tell you, you know, we're at, we're at an hour, so we should probably wrap this up very soon. Okay. Like you said, people's attention spans are, are not where they should be. But Hey, well, you have my number, man. You can call me anytime. This was a lot of fun. So <laughs> Oh, no, we're, we're going to talk more for sure. And I'll probably have you back on sometime in October, and we'll go over. Why? Why did I just? I just blanked on it for a second. God Complex Part Two. God Complex Part Two. Yeah. But let let me ask you this. I would love that. Yeah, for God Complex Part Two, do you see that as a kind of almost like a sequel for God Complex Part One, where you're staying within that vein, uh, style of music? Okay. All right. So. Oh yeah. Okay. So you're gonna you're gonna kind of swerve a little bit from what you've been putting out now, because I wouldn't necessarily say that the singles that you're putting out right now that are going to be on the album sound very similar. Like, like I said, they have the core value of what classic Jack is, but you're going to be going in a completely different direction for God complex part two. Yes. God complex part two is going to be pissed off. Like we have, there's going to be a song that'll be kind of chiller, but, uh, no, this is like we're in, we're incorporating a lot of uh, Mick Gordon style music. Uh, I don't know if you know who he is. He's an amazing producer. He yeah. did the Doom soundtrack. Ah, okay, um, sure, okay. So we're we're in, we're which honestly, my perfect band. Other thing too, kids, if you want to make a million dollars, make a Doom soundtrack and then add awesome vocals to it because that's what the scene is missing too. I yes. just want to hear that soundtrack <laughs> with amazing vocals, but. <laughs> uh but yeah so there, it's 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 really heavy the, yes. the first ep the god complex ep when we wrote that we were all in a really dark place and like uh the other members of the band that were actual full members were in the band and we were all just trying to make this thing work in the most toxic of ways it felt and um, we we wrote some pretty dark music yep. in the mix of it mm-hmm. so with this we actually and weirdly we found well, not weirdly a lot of the people that heard it at that time um that took to it have actually felt like that we have gone soft we've had a lot of people oh. actually come from the woodwork especially in discord and things be like hey when you're going to do something like god complex uh, part two and once we heard like man once we started getting chats about that when we started releasing these songs we were like yep that's what we'll do because we're not going to be the band that we're going to be different. We're going to do every, everything we've been talking about in this podcast. We're going to do it a little different. We're going to give fans exactly what they fucking want from us. But then like, also what you want. They, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to do a little bit of Cole, but like when fans say, hey, Cole, we want God Complex Part 2, I'm going to deliver that because they're faithful and loyal and they've helped us get here. Nice. So like, fuck yeah, I'm going to make something that's hopefully in the vein. And hope that, I guess that's the thing that sucks. Is maybe I'm way off base and maybe it won't be anything like that. But our goal in writing God Complex Part 2 is something heavy and for our more pissed off fans. <laughs> nice. I am even more excited now. So that, that is great. Well, Cole, man, we are coming, like I said, we're a little bit over an hour. I wanted to check just before we close things out because we can certainly talk more as well. Was there anything that I missed that you wanted to talk about? Because obviously you're, you're obviously welcome back on the show at any point. We'll, we'll do another full show and everything. But for now, was there anything, we're going to do a plug section and everything, but other than that, was there anything that I missed that you wanted to go over at all? Man, you know, I don't think so. I, yeah, I, I usually, I'm pretty bad. I know you're supposed to have, like, I talked to all my other friends and they're like, oh, you don't have like a little cue card of things you want to talk about. And, and I don't, <laughs> I, I actually just want to get on radio and talk with you and have a conversation. Sure. So yeah. I feel like on that merit, yeah, man, this is just a great talk. It's awesome to actually talk to you. Yeah, I've been. I feel like I've been your friend for five years, so I, it's great to right. No, feel I, more like your friend now. <laughs> yes, ex- exactly. No, I'm so happy that we've been able to do this. And like I said, you know, even when we were off air, I told Cole, I was like, "Yeah, so you already know I'm a fan of yours. Like I've been a fan for so long. You know, sharing music, listening to music, telling people, oh, you got to check out this band. I haven't been able to see you live. I hope that that's something that I can do in the future for sure, especially now being in Texas. But Until then, I'm going to have links in the description of the episode. 
I will put all the different ways to follow you guys so that people can know when new singles are coming out, when the album, full album is going to come out, and then obviously God Complex Part 2, the cover that you mentioned, any of the music videos will have easy links for everybody. But until then, what is the best way that people can support you in Classic Jack? You know, we were talking about this the other day. We have, uh, we've had a pretty good amount of people coming to our Patreon since we started doing that. We've had a lot of people just send in donations directly through Spotify. Oh, you nice. can do that okay. now. But um, yeah, you know what I actually would prefer if anyone was to ever give us like some kind of like financial support for tours or because we are doing it alone and it is expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very expensive. Yeah. Um, so especially to buy on to like a big tour with bands that are worthwhile for us to go be the opener for. Um, it's quite spendy. So the best thing that I think that people could do is really actually buy our music. Okay. If you like maybe come buy a t-shirt. Cool. But like, you know, people listen for free all the time. People, we had someone today in Patreon give us a hundred dollars, oh, but wow. you know, what would be, I was, and I was thinking about like, you know, it'd be even better than that is like, if like, if you bought our whole disc discography, it's probably like 60 bucks. Oh, okay. Like, right. you know, like, and it's like, if, and I, I think I'm going to start telling people that is like, just if you really, really, really want to support our band, just buy a song. Like they're a dollar. Like, oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Cause I mean, we're at 10 million plays on Spotify now collectively and not near that with finances. So, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's so sad That's to laugh I about come that. Out here and make myself feel like a broke bitch, but it's true, <laughs> man. It's like, it's not, I mean, not broke bitch, but like it's, it's it's spendy. It's expensive. Yes. So. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll make sure to link that as well so that people can do that fairly easily. But yeah, man, thank you so much for taking the time. We are definitely going to talk again. Uh, there's no there's no doubt about that. I'm so glad I I reached out to Gray uh, from Charlottetown. I was like, I don't know why I haven't I haven't done this before, but can you give me Cole's number? <laughs> We're going to work this out so I can finally get him on the show. So I'm glad that that worked out. And man, I just really enjoyed talking about the scene, talking about your process, talking about Classic Jack. I really enjoyed this conversation. So we are definitely going to do it again. And dude, just thank you so much for taking the time. Yeah, no, thank you. And I I hope I pissed off enough fans by all the things I said. So I'll be good. <laughs> I'm used to it. They'll they'll take it out on me. <laughs> Don't oh, good. About it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, hey, well, thank you so much. And uh, we love you, man. You have a great day.